Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to My Wave Podcast, where we talk about a surfer's most memorable wave. And I am sitting here, if you can hear the background, background's a little bit different than, than normal. Sometimes it's a breeze. Sometimes it's an ocean wave, you know, washing up on the beach. Sometimes it's just absolute silence. But we are at Eggs Up Grill in Wilmington. We're uh, sitting here with Brennan and Isabel Andrews, and we're getting ready to talk about their most memorable wave, husband and wife. Have I done a husband and wife before like this? That's a good question. I think I have, but maybe not. Maybe not. We'll find out here in a second, but we're at Eggs Up Grill. You can check them out. 62 locations up and down the East Coast. Uh, Eggsupgrill.com. And uh, if you want to check them out here in Wilmington, you come on down and enjoy. I, what, what? What? Let's see. I had, I had the Texas thingajiggy, the big four egg omelet. What did you have, Brennan? Uh, I had the, the Benedict. F- yes, Philly cheesesteak Benedict, the and it was Philly spectacular. Philly cheesesteak Benedict. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Isabel, what'd you have? Strawberry cheesecake pancakes. <laughs> Strawberry cheesecake pancakes. I'm looking at a picture of them right now. Ladies and gents, you need, to, you need to make your way down to Eggs Up Grill, uh, wherever you're listening. There might be one nearby, uh, 62 locations, eggsupgrill.com. Check them out. They're our unofficial sponsor because they're letting us set up in their store for this episode. We were going to go outside, but uh, it's a little chilly today in Wilmington, breezy in the low, in the low to mid-50s. So, yeah. Nah, not going to do it. Not going to be outside. Some of you listening up north be like, you wimp. Yes, yes, we are. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Savage Surfboards. Savage Surfboards is a real American surfboard. That's their tagline. Uh, they have over 40 years of experience shaping um, here in the East Coast. Uh, if you're looking for a custom surfboard, paddleboard, longboard, anything, uh, they are innovative. They will work with you. I have three boards made by them. Uh, just rolled out a 9-2 competitor log that, that they have. It's, a, it's their uh, competitor model. Uh, love it. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm hoping to love it. My son rides it more than me. Little little rat. Anyway, uh, check them out, savagesurfboards.com. You can also follow them on Instagram at savagesurfboards, as well as the two shapers, Kenny Briel, Sean O'Donnell, uh, shapes by Kenny Briel, and shapes by Sean O'Donnell. And Sean threw in a bunch of those underscores that are annoying. So if you're looking for them to follow them, you can do that real easy. Great, great work. Ladies and gents, Savage Surfboards, check them out, get you one. Love what they do. They are our sponsor for this episode. Also, if you've been enjoying what you have been hearing uh, and you like to support the work that we're doing, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash my wave and you can buy me a $5 cup of coffee. Y'all like coffee? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. So you can buy me a virtual coffee, $5 minimum, uh, or you can buy me 10 cups of coffee. I'm cool with that. I might be a little jitterly. I think this is my third cup this morning so I, I might have some issues but ladies and gents you can support us buymeacoffee.com forward slash my wave well hey let's get into this this rad opportunity to have a husband and wife uh did y'all meet out uh, out on the surfboards we did not no so we uh met at a global missions health conference in louisville kentucky really yes global yes. missions health conference yes so what, what what is that all about so i'm a general surgeon okay um, i'm a physician assistant yeah 
So we both, uh, both we're both Christians. Uh, we both uh, got saved early in our lives mm-hmm. and felt the Lord call us to international medical missions. How about that? Uh, and so we were both at this conference, kind of networking, looking at opportunities after our training. I was in my general surgery training in Lexington, Kentucky, and uh, Isabel was in her PA training up in Michigan. Cool. Uh, and so we were just there doing some networking, and you know pretty lady walks up to the booth oh and, snap you know you gotta go say hi <laughs> <laughs> yeah the rest did, did is he, history what did he put together a coherent sentence he did he <laughs> actually went up he's like hey what session are you going to and i was like oh this one he's like me no you did. no but it was true though it was true yeah. i That's was in fact say. going to that session oh, yeah it probably had nothing to do with what you were I'm, interested in. i'm not saying i wouldn't <laughs> have gone to another session <laughs> if she had said that session but i was in fact going to that <laughs> session. it was a sign <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So, so, so you didn't meet in the water. No, no. But both of you, you, you surf. Yeah. Not before. So the first time I went to visit the family in Wilmington, North Carolina, he was like, "My best friend is a surf instructor. How about we get you some surf lessons?" All right. Yeah. Yeah. And she grew up as a snowboarder, oh, so she so grew up snowboarding yeah. from like a young age, and she rips. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, well, I mean, and she'd always wanted to surf, it's and true. that was actually a selling point on there marrying me was it's that true. she got the opportunity to uh, surf. It's true. Uh, uh, and so I was capitalizing on that, absolutely. and I was like, I probably shouldn't teach you to surf, but let me tell you, I got somebody who should teach you to surf. Right. Right, was that James? It yep. was. James Connolly, jcsurfcamp.com. That's right, check him out, James <laughs> Connolly. Uh, he, he was on this podcast. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He did it. it was a great story over at oh, Mason yeah. Bro. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, so now, I, one of the cool things here is I've actually been able to surf with you guys. Sometimes mm-hmm. I interview people I've never surfed with, so yeah. they don't see, get to see how much of a kook I am. But <laughs> I've seen you surf, yeah. Isabel, and you do, you do good. I've improved greatly. The last time we went was like a week ago, and who said yeah. I did good? Yeah, so some of the uh, some of the older gentlemen over down at Crystal Pier actually came over no way. while we were packing up the boards and was like, I saw your wife ripping. She's way better than you. How are you going <laughs> to let her show you up like that? And I was like, I mean, yeah. she's my wife. She's pregnant too, so I can't, I'm not allowed to... Surfing while pregnant. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Congrats on the baby. Thank you. Yeah, doing when? Uh, August 23rd, so oh. 19 weeks right now. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So exciting. So exciting, dad and mom. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, cool. So uh, you grew up here in the Wilmington area. I did. Yeah, I did. We moved here when I was about 10 years old. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And when did you pick up surfing? So we got we got uh, lessons when we first showed up. Um, and I, pick, I was riding a shortboard, and then I got pounded into the sand one day at Masonboro and decided that's for the birds. I'm not doing that again. So I started boogie boarding. Okay. And so I, I, was, a, I was a boogie boarder for a good five or six years. Yeah. Uh, and then saw some guys riding longboards. Okay. And I was like, huh, that is different than the shortboarding that I've been seeing. Yeah. And my dad had a longboard, so I picked up the longboard. Uh, and just it just worked. It made sense. Like I'm not I'm not a ripper. I'm not sure. an aggressive person. Right. Uh, I don't feel the need to destroy things. Yeah. Uh, and so I'd rather just cruise and go, and you know maybe walk to the nose a little bit, maybe walk back. We'll see. Maybe just stand in the same place the whole time. Right. Right. It just it just fit with me. So that was <laughs> that was probably. Oh gosh, uh, probably no. This was early high school, so I was probably fifteen or sixteen or okay. so. Uh, and actually, one <coughs> summer, my sister and I went out to the pier 
the Crystal Pier like every morning. Yeah. And we would surf with either Patrick or Chico. Okay. And th- those two dudes yeah. were always out there. And so I actually just ran into Patrick in the lineup like yeah. a week ago. Oh, wow. Did he recognize you? No, him? not at all. Really? But I was, so I was like, hey, what's your name? He's like, Patrick. I was like, you wouldn't remember me because I look much different than I did then. <laughs> but I used to surf with you all the time. And, he's, and, you know, he did the polite like, oh, yeah, I totally remember <laughs> you, man. Like, yeah, how are you? Uh, Which I appreciated because right. I know he, he didn't remember who I was. But, yeah, it was really good to catch back up with him and, um, yeah, just hear how he's doing. That, so. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I, I've been trying to get Patrick on this show. Oh, you got to. He's you like, got yeah, to. we'll do it, man. We'll do it. And I was like, all right, let's go. How about now? No, I've got to go. Right. I've got a client to go visit with. And he's been putting me off. Uh, well, sweet. So, um, you know, this is a conversation about your most memorable wave. And so, uh, where are we going for Isabel? Let's start with you. Mm. Where are we going for your most memorable wave? My surfing took off in Togo, West Africa. Because really? um, that's where we had a uh, point break off a jetty all by ourselves a beautiful right no one surfs out there Mm -hmm. so there's not a surfing community that you see there is so there's a there's a whatsapp group it's about 14 people and that is all the surfers in togo Togo. well and half of them are boogie boarders yeah and probably three of them actually live in france and just just are on the they come down every once in a while for their ngo work so so are we talking like secret spots and strike mission that needs to be put together (laughs) or you know like is that what we're saying uh, it, it is not. There are some of those in the area. Okay. Um, it, this one is actually pretty widely. Uh, it's it's a point break right off of a jetty in Aniho. Okay. Um, you can Google it. Uh, yeah. There's it's on it's on the web. So there's no point in trying to pretend that it doesn't <laughs> exist. Um, it's good. It's a rock bottom. Um, uh-huh. So it's got probably. I'd say a 25-yard break okay. uh, in front of rocks, okay. so you don't go straight. Right. Um, and then it, it hits, once it hits about mid-tide or lower, that rock bottom, it closes out. Okay. Uh, and so you get about a 25-yard ride. It can be quite fun. Yeah. Uh, or it can be quite dangerous, <laughs> depending on how low the tide is. Yeah, but that's where you're at, Isabel, is, is this wave. Yes. All right, so, so what were the conditions like? Oh, I want to say it was a couple months ago. Um, oh, so this is really recent. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. It was probably the last amazing surf session I had. But okay. I was, Josh wanted to go further down the beach on a beach break. So Yeah, there was I, like the super transient beach beach break that we went for. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So then I uh, was by myself on the point break and it was a good one to two foot day and um, there were some Togolese guys, like, they to get your attention, they hiss instead of say, like, hey, they do, like, a hiss sound. Oh, yeah? And so I thought they were, like, going like, to harass s- s- me. Yes. Okay. So I was trying to ignore them, but then I finally just couldn't. So I looked at them, and they just started cheering. They were, like, <laughs> clapping and cheering, and were like, you're amazing. <laughs> um, and so it was really sweet. So, yeah, it was a really fun day of just long rides being comfortable all by myself and then i had some fans <laughs> yeah so so brendan wasn't with you on that particular session he was but he was a good 20 30 yards away on a mm-hmm. beach break oh yep. uh, okay yep all right yeah sweet so so brendan where are you going oh we're going to parliamentia in biarritz france oh ah, wow yeah so uh, travel is You've traveled to surf mm-hmm. several times. Yeah, we have. I've been down to Costa Rica, Puerto Rico, um, 
France. We did Togo, Thailand. Thailand. We did Dubai. We that did. We surfed in Dubai. There's a uh, there's a wave pool in Dubai. Elaine. It was in Dubai. That's right. That's right. But you surfed a wave pool in, yes. in yeah. Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty fun. Yeah. It was so fun. It was pretty rad. I bet. Yeah. I bet. So so you're going to France though. Yep. For your most memorable wave. Oh, for sure. Were you all together for that one? We were. Yeah. Okay. Steph was sitting in the channel. All right. Yeah. It was right. a little big for me. Was it? Yeah. How big? So it was. I think if you looked at the surf report, it would say five to six feet. Yeah. Um, but it felt huge. Like really? it was well overhead. Uh. It was the biggest I had ever surfed. And I've surfed Hurricane Masonboro. Um, I've surfed down in Puerto Rico, like pretty big wilderness. Like it was, it was big. Yeah. Other, other surfers out. Oh yeah. It was a crowded lineup, um, but it's a longboard break. Okay. So it was, there were some guys on shorter boards kind of sitting more on the inside, but uh, the guys sitting on the outside picking off the bombs were all longboarders. Really? All locals? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would assume so. Okay. Um, I did run into a guy from Australia uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, because, and I knew who he was because when he talked, he wasn't speaking French. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty easy. Right, right. So that, now yesterday I did an interview uh, with a guy. Um, his episode go out before yours, but he he was talking about surfing with a local crowd in El Salvador, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously different places in the world have a different vibe mm-hmm. in the water, out of the water. And h- how would you approach a lineup like that where you're not the local? Mm-hmm. What what advice would you give Brennan for for folks that are stepping into a, a new world, like a new yeah. break? They've never yeah. been there. They're not from there. What, what yeah. advice would you give? I mean, I think the first advice would be if you can get in with a local, get in with a local. Right. Because they're going to, I mean, this guy, we were with a, a surf instructor. Okay. Or not a, uh, I guess he was a surf guide. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I would highly recommend that. I know it seems, if, if you've been surfing a while, it feels like, oh, I don't need a surf guide. Like, mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing. This is easy. But it's the little things. Right. It's the, hey, don't paddle out there. Hey, there's mm-hmm. a rock there. You can't see it, but mm-hmm. it's there. Um, Very important. Those kind of little things that you don't know and you can't know and you can't find them in a surf travel book. Right. Um, and so finding a local to kind of be a guy, even if it costs you a few bucks, is worth it. Yeah. So that would be my first advice was would be just find a local, find a surf guide if there is one in the area. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not with him the whole time you're there, let yeah. him introduce you to the spots. Right. Because, um, A, he's going to know some secret spots that you, you're not going to find on a map. And B, the spots that you do find, he's going to have lots, or she could have lots of great advice right? Uh, for how to enter the lineup, how hairy it is, mm-hmm. what are the people like. So, like at this break, it was all long borders and then some short borders, but everybody was pretty chill. Yeah. Um, because it was a little bit bigger. You didn't have any beginners. Um, right. And so, in terms of, okay, if you don't have a... Um, if you don't have a surf guide, if you're going out to a place and you're just brand new, I think the first thing is humility, humility, humility. Yes. Uh, you, even if you are Kelly Slater, <laughs> like take, just take some little dribblers, man. Like right. get, get a warm up. Cause it, I think it does two things. One, it shows that you're there to surf mm-hmm. and it shows everyone else that you're not a gook. Right. Um, and the likelihood of you not getting cut off goes way up yeah. if it's clear that you're not a kook and yeah. you're not there to, to take over the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend against paddling to the peak right. within the first hour of being yeah. there. Earn your spot. Yeah. Respect the locals. Yeah. 
yeah. let, like, let waves go through. Do not paddle for everything. Right. Uh, especially as a longboarder, that's hard because you're like, I mean, I can catch everything. Right, you can catch everything. Um, but realizing like, okay, I, I don't run the show here. Um, we This was our first time out there. Um, I did go to the peak, um, but I sat down the peak, okay. right? So there were, pr- there were two guys that were taking most of the bombs, mm-hmm. and then there were probably four or five guys that were kind of catching shoulders, yeah. and I sat outside of them. Uh, because I didn't want to sit inside with the shorter boards because I was riding a 9.6 Takayama in the pink. Okay. So I couldn't make a drop, right? Like, yeah. I'm not going to... I need to be in early. Sure. Uh, and so it's a little tougher to play that game when you need to be in early. Uh-huh. Uh, it's easier if you can take off right at the peak, great. Or yeah. if you can take off on an inside section, perfect. Yeah. Um, now, but, now, what were you seeing from the channel? It was huge and really? scary. <laughs> Did you catch any shoulders, any little no. insiders? I did not. No, that, yeah. that's all right. Yeah, it's all right. You, but I can't. You know, just those iconic places where yes. you're sitting there and you're just taking it all in. I mean, you're part of the lineup, and mm-hmm. you're it just that feel, that energy, and even that communicates uh, in in a big way to people who are maybe newer or they're at that beginner to intermediate level of surfing. Uh, and and I think the lesson is know your limit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you have mm-hmm. that apprehension. That's okay. Yep. Sometimes you need to overcome that apprehension by sending it, but yeah. you, you do that with a little bit of time and wisdom. And yeah. Were you there just once, one day for that break? Yeah, just one day. So you might have been more comfortable in a, maybe a couple feet smaller and a, after a couple days there. Definitely. Mm-hmm. This was like day two or three, I feel Of like. being in France. Yeah. And, uh, but not surfing that break. Right. Yeah. First day at that break. Yeah. So, no, this is good advice going out to people listening who it, they people need to learn Mm-hmm. L- the locals deserve mm-hmm. your respect, I and mean, mm-hmm. this is their place. Your visitor, right. uh, I surfed in South Africa, and this this guy was, um, he's from California. Not not to give all Californians <laughs> a bad rap, but uh, there were a couple local guys sitting at uh, at J Bay. I think we were at Tubes, oh, um, so we weren't all the way out. We were mid mid breakdown at Tubes, and <clears throat> there were a couple locals, my son and myself, and I was sitting on the inside and waiting my turn. You know, and this, the, but this guy, he paddled to the peak, took off on a wave, came back, paddled straight past everybody to the peak. And the locals, they put up with that for maybe one more wave, and then they just let him have it. I mean, they didn't beat him up or anything, but they, they verbally gave him the what for and told him to go away. Yeah. And, and good for them. They should. Yeah. Uh, and bad for him. You should respect the locals. But anyway, so. Yes. What 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 was this wave that you that sticks out? I mean, because if you traveled all these places, started surfing when you were a kid. Yeah. Why does this one rise to the top? So first thing is the biggest wave I've ever caught. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was we had been sitting. So the thing about this break is, when the bomb set comes through, it go it breaks about forty yards further out. Okay. Um, so it like cleans up. And how big did you say these were? I would say. I would say probably six foot on a surfer board. Really? But I would say probably eight, eight, nine foot faces. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we are looking at a fun wave. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had kind of waited for some rollers to go through. I had caught one shoulder um, just to kind of get myself, get the jitters out. I mean, it was, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was thundering. Right. Uh, When it broke, like you felt it. Really? Uh, it was it was a different kind of experience. 
just the power of those waves and it was it wasn't super top to bottom either okay um it was breaking relatively gently and it was still like thundering oh yeah from the channel it was thundering my heart was pounding especially then when i saw him catch one i was like oh no (laughs) yeah so i had caught a shoulder um i kind of paddled out uh i kind of waited i waited numerous sets went through uh, the guys who were the two guys who were kind of at the top of the peak had probably each gotten five or six waves at this point. Okay, um, they were this, also on logs, though, right? Yeah, they were also on logs. Um, so this bomb set comes through, and it. Oh, I should say before that, uh, it's relatively easy to get caught on the inside, and I actually got caught on the inside oh, on the yeah. paddle out. And it made my paddle out probably an extra 30 minutes um, <laughs> yes. because I was just sitting on the inside like, oh, I'll just catch it. I'll catch it kind of at deep, deeper than other guys are getting it. Yeah. And then it more on the inside. And so I tried that. It went very poorly. Oh, no. Um, so then again, <laughs> kind of same situation. I was, the, I was to the inside. A set was coming and it was a little bit deeper on the point than I was expecting. Oh, no. And so the other dudes let it go through. And I was like, well, here's my shot. Yeah. Uh, and so I just, I went like yeah. as hard as I possibly could. <laughs> and this thing jacked up and I just popped up and crouched. <laughs> right? Like not full crouch, but like down yeah. and ready. And the board just flew. Oh, man. And it's just like thunder behind me. Yeah. And so I didn't, I didn't do like any turns. It was just like a sprint to the shoulder <laughs> because it was like, I was deep on the inside. I yeah. didn't get barreled or anything, but it was like way, way. Uh, and that so freight I, train was chasing you. Yes, and down I down the tracks. <laughs> and so I get to the shoulder and I pop off the shoulder, and Steph is right there, and she's like, "Yeah!" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> the oh adrenaline! Oh, I survived!" <laughs> like I, I don't know if my heart's ever gone that fast. It was insane. Yeah. And so I paddle back out, and I'm sitting out there, and you know you've caught a bomb. When the two dudes who are who are surfing it kind of look over at, at you and go, "Did you just make that?" Mm. And I'm like, uh-huh. "Yeah." And they're like, "Wow." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Yeah. Nice, nice. Now the next one, did you just absolutely get eaten? Oh, I don't think I caught another way. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, it was it was one of those days where it was big enough, and there were enough dudes out in the lineup yeah. that I was just like. And I think that would be my other advice is if you're new to the lineup and you do catch a bomb mm. that like everyone's been waiting for, wisdom would dictate that maybe should be your last wave of the day. <laughs> Unless you want to catch a little dribbler or something right. because not this, like, yes, you've earned respect, but you've also taken one of the mm. uh, limited resources of the area right. as an outsider. Yeah. And not that it's a bad thing, right. but to do it multiple times. Yeah. Uh, but, but if it was sneaking by them, right. that's, that's, that's fair game. That's true. Yeah. But there were still probably 50 dudes inside of me. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, they've even got to respect the fact that you put in your time, you've yeah. not been a jerk. Right. And it came to you. I mean, right. those are those right. elements that you just you just can't That's true. argue against. That's now, if true. you paddled back past everybody, yeah. and sat out there and and like stared everybody down, and then right. it would be a different story. Right. Then right. you probably should go. Yeah. yeah, he didn't have a lot of time because our so our we had a surf instructor. Yeah. And so it was time. The rest of us wanted smaller waves. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were we they were go. done waiting. So. Were you with other people? So we had a girl with from Malaysia, um, someone from Switzerland. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, those that's two. That's right. And yeah. then us. Oh, nice. So mm-hmm. it was a group kind of thing. And the, the other folks were good. They just weren't quite ready for that. Sure. Sure. 
No, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's cool. Do you have any plans for any future trips? Oh, yes. We made good friendships with this family. So they have a surf house, Joyu Surf House. Yeah, Joyu Surf Shack. In, uh, Biarritz. It's in Biarritz, France. Okay. Highly, highly recommend it. I'll Act. have to get the spelling of that. Yeah. J-O-Y-U. J-O-Y-U. Joyu Surf Shack. Uh, they... They've got uh, great boards. So, I, as I said, I was on a Takayama in the pink. Uh, they had a Bexon Old Faithful that I rode at the smaller break, which yeah. was super fun. Uh, they had a Ryan Loveless V-Bowls. They had another <laughs> Ryan Loveless board. Like, he he is a connoisseur of fine surfing. Okay. Uh, yes. And so, for 30 bucks a day, you can have access to his quiver, ah. uh, which is a really sweet setup. Wow. Uh, you and break it, you buy it, though. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you better believe it. But, you know, when you're traveling, it's so hard to get good boards. Especially in mm-hmm. France, because if you get in a hotel, apartment, it's teeny. You can't fit a 10-foot board. Oh, yeah. 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 And so, if you, especially if you're riding logs, right. uh, it is super hard to rent a good log. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. And so, this place, great for that. Great for surf guiding. He knows the area super well. Um, and the food is incredible. Mm, they cook uh, for you, too? Oh, yeah. Yes. It's uh. so good. It's nice. so good. Nice. I don't know if I want to talk more about food because my stomach's still full <laughs> from my uh, Texas whatever monster I just ate. Uh, that was good. Uh, sweet. Hey, we do this thing uh, on the podcast called Hang 10. Okay. And Hang 10 is just a info drop of, so you ready? I got 10 questions. Yep. Each of you can answer. Okay. And let's see how it goes. Ready? Favorite wax. Ooh, I'm going to go sex wax and base coat. Ba- sex wax as the base coat? No, no, no. So sex wax and the warmest one that's technically a base coat only. Okay. Okay. Funny story about that. He, we don't have our own Amazon Prime, so we send all our stuff to my, uh, my parents. And Josh had to explain to them that sex wax is just wax for a surfboard because they don't surf. And they were a little worried. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because oh, he goodness. bought a ton. He got like 30 <laughs> packs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's yes. hilarious. Oh, man. So uh, if you could have one hour and a cup of coffee with any surfer, past or present, who would it be? Bethany Hamilton. There you go. <laughs> mm, I think I'm going to have to. I would go with J.J. Wessels. Who? J.J. Wessels. J.J. Uh, Wessels. He's a dude out on the West Coast. Uh-huh. Uh, he loves Jesus, and he has the smoothest longboarding style I think I've ever seen. Really? Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I would. I think he would be a fascinating guy to get to know. Oh, um, he check him out. Yeah, he's got. Uh, I think it's of salt and earth. Is the um, like a little mini documentary on him? Oh, really? Super worth your time. Um, yeah, rad surfing, crazy story. Was in a was in a small aircraft accident. Oh wow! He and his wife were both survived, oh. uh, but got like pretty serious injuries. Really? Um, and just yeah, they they treat it super well in the in the documentary. Just kind of looking into things like God's sovereignty. Yeah. And, um, why something like that would happen mm. to them? Um, wow. Yeah, it's super good. Highly uh, recommend it. It's called Salt and Earth. I believe so. Okay, because one of the questions on here is must watch surf movie. Oh. That one was pretty good. Yeah. So, um, so that's who he wants to have. But you said Bethany Hamilton must watch, must watch surf movie. What is it? That one, or you got another one that rises to the top? I mean, it is hard not to say the Endless Summer. Yeah. The, like the OG one. 
I, I have an affection for the second one. Oh, I watched it when I was one. in Indiana. Okay. Like, I enjoyed that movie as someone living in Indiana and had never surfed before. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's rad. I really <laughs> like it. Okay. All right. How about you? I think we watched White Rhino or whatever that one was. That one was really good. Huh. White Rhino. Chasing Big Waves. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. If you had the choice, warm water and okay waves... Or cold water and consistent surf, which would you choose, Jeff? Uh, Brennan? Warm water. Warm water? For sure. I Every would time. do cold. We got really new, nice wetsuits, and they're not that bad to put on. Right. So. Newer technology is yes. amazing when it comes to wetsuits. Yeah. The, the Hyper Freak stuff uh-huh. with O'Neill. Yeah. Hyperflex. Uh, or the Hyper Freak. Hyper Freak, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I, incredible. Yeah. You can't beat it. Uh-uh. Like, it, we have four three pluses, and they are more comfortable than the last three two I had. Yeah, yeah, they're great. They're great. I've got the mutant legend. Oh yeah, it's yep. so nice. Yeah. So nice. All right, so you're split on that cold mm-hmm. water, warm water. Oh yeah, yeah. Michigander. That's a theme Wilmington. in our marriage. Right, that's actually. true. Yeah, yeah. I've put my toe in Michigan water in the summertime, and it like Michigan. Yeah. Nah. Did you ever surf it? We did one winter. It was terrible. <laughs> I bet. So cold. It's not worth it. <laughs> no. It's never did it. surf it. I never went past my ankle. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you could have one board for the rest of your life, just one board, what would it be? I would say the CJ Nelson Parallax 90. Okay. Is that what you're right now? Yes. <laughs> So, like, this is like a one-board quiver kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, Go yeah. anywhere, do anything? Yeah. If I had to go one-board quiver, I guess I would... I think I would have to say the um, Skin Dog Peacemaker. The Skin Dog Peacemaker. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do you have that one? I do. It's in Togo right now. Okay. Um, ironically, it's probably the board I ride the least. Really? Because... My wife has been kind enough to allow me to buy boards. Okay. Uh, when I got a real person <laughs> job there for a hot minute before we went to Togo, uh, I was allowed to buy boards. And so, piece of advice to people buying surfboards, uh, the phrase quiver killer should uh-huh. absolutely make you run the other way. Because either <laughs> they're lying or that board doesn't do anything well. Okay. It just does everything, kind of. <laughs> um, so, a board like the Peacemaker is awesome. It really is a perfect one board quiver. Yeah. But it is a average nose rider and it's a mildly above average turner. Probably okay. more than above average turner. Yeah. But it doesn't do either of them as well as something that's designed for that purpose. Yeah, you know, and this is a rabbit hole conversation when it comes to boards. Mm-hmm. You asking someone for one board rest of your life and that's a that's a brain stretch right that's like asking a golfer you could only have one club exactly and still exactly yeah you know and and you, you just can't right and and so to have those options based on conditions right y- y- you know it's it's a tough question mm-hmm. um but if yeah. i had to pick one like if you really are like hey i'm starting out surfing i want to do long boards and i want something that i can just go in anything mm-hmm. that board second to none okay okay yeah that's that Skin dog. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Big. It's kind of, it's similar to a Takayama in the pink. It's got a little more rocker. Uh-huh. It's got edge in the tail. It's got a thumb tail instead of that square tail. Uh-huh. Um, and it's actually a single fin in the 9.6 and a 2 plus 1 in the 9.1. Okay. Um, but it, yeah, it just, you can nose ride it. Mm. Truly, it is actually meant to be nose ridden. It's not just one of those that are like, oh, yeah, of course you can nose ride it. Yeah. 
Um, I, uh, Isabel, I love talking to people that geek out. Oh, and he does. <laughs> yeah, it was well. So if you move to a landlocked area uh-huh. as a surfer, <laughs> you don't do be surprised if you find yourself. <laughs> geeking out on a lot of youtube a lot of reading a lot of research mm-hmm. dreaming mm-hmm. yeah yes. hey goofy or regular oh regular regular really yeah oh wow i'm outnumbered here today mm-hmm. i'm goofy mm-hmm. all right best sunscreen a spray on any spray on it's easier spray on yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm. spf 100 or more <laughs> I'm, a, I'm so pale <laughs> i just i just need honestly the best sunscreen is a wetsuit yeah. a wetsuit and a hat rash guard yeah. also works I, I surf in Togo I was surfing in rash guard pants which they, there's nothing that looks dumber than some rash guard pants <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say you might be a kook if yeah right? exactly that, that's one of the questions if you wear mm-hmm. yes. rash, guard, rash pants. guard pants but they work and if you're if you're pale like me and sometimes it's, it's just worth it yeah. it saves money too because we you don't have sunscreen in Togo right okay. Africans don't need it so we right. had to bring it with us uh, and mm-hmm. so he would go through so much sunscreen that we had to wear clothes instead well, uh, water yep. warm oh yeah. Yeah. yeah hot okay hot water hot yes. <laughs> hey this is an important question all right that for especially for coffee drinkers mm-hmm. do you cream before coffee or cream after coffee so do you mm-hmm. do you set mm-hmm. it up before with cream and then pour your coffee or do you add your cream after you've poured your coffee what what we think is i'm an after person because i need that's to see the true. color that's not true you are a before person so if you make my coffee i will still drink it uh, but it's wrong oh. i see i've been doing it wrong this whole time <laughs> we might have to do some marriage counseling yeah. after this, uh, this question I, obviously i'm a cream before coffee person yeah yeah, and honestly, I'm a cream before coffee. It's all it's, wrong. It's more efficient. It is more efficient. You don't have to stir. You don't have to dirty another. Uh. You, you, your, your coffee going in mm-hmm. stirs it. Okay, mm-hmm. the, I see that point. The, and once you've, once you've poured the coffee, you can go, okay, I need just a touch more color. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, that was too much. I'll just slip off the top and add mm-hmm. more coffee. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. Well, and you're usually waiting for the coffee. You're not waiting for the creamer. So it's something to do while you're waiting. There you go. That's Interesting. This is, this is going off the rails. Hmm. <laughs> I don't agree, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, if you won a competition and had to donate 50% to a charity of your choice, which would it be? I would send that money straight to the International Mission Board. The IMB. That's right. Yeah? Shout out. <laughs> oh, good question. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Any charity. Yeah, any charity. I don't know. Something that you're passionate about that you would then want to continue well, to give to. That's what I'm asking to. you. What are you passionate about? <sighs> Whatever you're passionate about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say if, I don't know, just people in need. If I had a cause that really touched me, I think that's what I would give to. There you go. Hey, that works. That works. What's your most kookiest move? Ooh, I'm, I'm a big... Right now, my main kooky move is uh, running off the end of my note. <laughs> While you're trying to walk yeah. it up? Man, it's, I do it a lot. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's, you know, you, there's no smooth way to do that. Yeah. Uh, and so, 
that's just that's my move that's and I'm, I'm working on you know treating it like a diving board uh-huh. 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 except so for when the board flies out right. and the leash is pulling it back to you Ooh, like, yeah like a sling he doesn't oh, wear, wear those so ah. he wouldn't know Okay. No. I mean, if it's big, know of your course. local laws, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. said if I, other I, people aren't wearing his, then he won't wear his. Okay. I, I abide the local laws. Okay. I do. Okay. I wear them if I'm required and if it's big. Sure. I mean, it's. I'm not foolish. But right. if it's like knee high, I, I. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> How about you? Well, would an injury count? Mm, I mean. I can sure. answer that question. Coming up after she has oh, fallen true. off her board without her hands over okay, her Okay, yeah. yeah. Cover up and come up. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm working on it. <laughs> Did you take one to the head? Yeah. Right to the nose. Oh, no. Right to the nose. Yeah. And I was crying not because it hurt, but I was worried it was crooked. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. Well, good. That's good. Well, actually, I, I kicked out the other day. It was a really windy day. It was going left on the shortboard. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. On the log. The new log. Oh. And I came off... I came off a little, little hit the lip, and I just sent it, mm-hmm. and I went under. And when I came up, the wind had still had it in the air, and it hit the water next to me, bounced, and then hit me on the head. So oh. I'm just glad I didn't put the first ding yeah. in that new board with my head. Wow. Uh, yeah. Mm. But I did have a leash on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. How many questions have we? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One more okay. question. Perfect. Sketchiest moment in the water. Do you have time for a story? Uh, we've got we've got a couple minutes. Okay. Yeah. Then they so, start charging us rent for this booth. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, James Connolly and I. Oh, most yeah. of my most of my sketchy stories <laughs> start with James Connolly and I. And um, him saying party wave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so James and I decide that we are going to go surf Masonboro. Uh, we take my parents' boat out. Um, and we park it out past the breakers and it's probably a chest high day so nothing crazy but a little bigger than we usually would park it out past the breakers Mm -hmm. on Uh, and so we paddle in we're surfing and I'm you know kind of keeping an eye on the board but not super well Uh, and I notice that I'm starting to get closer to the boat and I'm like you know, it's off. It's an offshore wind. I'm a longboarder. I'm practically a sail a sailboat out there. Right. So I usually just kind of wind up getting pushed out anyway. So I'm like, ah, it's fine. I'll just paddle in a little bit. So I paddle in a little bit, and a set wave comes, and the set wave almost breaks on the boat. Oh, and no. it's at that moment that I realize it's not that I was being pushed out. It's that my boat was being pushed in. Oh, no. And this is not like a little skiff. This is like a 26-foot oh, inboard with like a little cabin. Oh, my. So... Not like not gonna go well if it winds Qualified up on the captain, water. Here we come. Right, and so I'm like, oh no! And of course, it's my dad's boat. It's yeah. not my boat. And I'm like, oh no! Oh, something bad is about to happen. So mm. I paddle my board over, and I'm like, James, I need you to sit with my board. He's like, okay, no problem. And so he he will claim this isn't true. <laughs> he took another couple waves while I'm doing this. Right? Like he like that boat's safe out boat. there. It's fine. Uh, so I get on the boat. And I see this, the, the next set coming. Oh, and it's, no. it's rolling in, right? And so I go to gun it, and it goes, <laughs> and just dies. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And so I'm trying to get it started, trying to get it started. I think what happened is when I started it and went to rev it, the, eng- the propeller got caught in the anchor because I didn't bring either oh, of the no. anchors up because I'm an idiot. Oh, right? Pan- you were in panic mode. 
Pure panic mode. Oh. So I stripped the propeller. <gasps> so it dies. So I'm like, oh, Lord. I need you to work a miracle here. Like, this is not going to go well. And this set's just coming, right? It's a chest high set. I mean, it's got size. So I go to gun it, and it starts right as the first wave breaks on the boat. So the boat is sideways, catapulting across the wave. Oh, my goodness. Towards shore. And I'm Dragon it, holding on to the, to the steering wheel. Just terrified. And so... Of course, because we're out there at Mace, people start hooting. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah so bro. Sick, bro. I'm like, no, not okay. This is not a plan. Right. This is not okay. So it stops on the, it stops right. The, the waves come through. I'm on the inside. Praise God, the boat didn't flip. I'd have died. Oh, yes. Like yes. I think about this, a 20 foot six boat. If that thing flips, I'm yeah. dead. Yeah. Well, and even if you weren't, your dad gets a hold right. of you, and right. then you're dead. Right. right. Oh. And so. The, the sets come through, and I go to start the b- boat, and it starts. Oh. And I gun it, and it goes, and it, it is hardly moving. <laughs> so I then spend the next five minutes in complete panic as I'm watching the horizon with waves coming oh in. My goodness. And the boat is moving at a quarter of a mile an hour. <laughs> and I'm just like, please, no, please, no, please, no, please, no. It makes it over the last <laughs> set wave and dies again. Oh my god. And I'm like, <sighs> there's that miracle you prayed for. Yeah. And so James paddles <laughs> over and is like, hey, bro, that was sick. <laughs> and so we're, and it's, of course it's dark, right? Of course oh, it's dark. By this time. Oh, of course goodness. it's at this point it's dark because we did this as a, as like a sunset. Set. Yeah. And so we're like driving out. And you know how when it gets pretty big, there's that outer shoal right. at Mace. Uh. So we're like, it's getting dark and we're, we can't. We're like barely, we're kind of directing ourselves, but kind of not. And so then we spend the next 30 minutes concerned that we're going to get caught on this shoal and get sent right back to shore. (laughs) We finally get out. We call Sito. We call my parents. Oh, no. This is a testimony to my dad. He did not yell. Oh, no. He did not scream. He's just like, okay, we'll get it fixed. How old are you? Glad you guys are okay. Oh, I'm like 17. Oh, goodness. Right. So I'm like, I I should know better. Yeah. (laughs) So that is by far the sketchiest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Oh, man. I think we have no story anywhere close to that. No. Mm-mm. No. Th- we, we're going to have to wrap it up there. Yeah. That, yeah. That's sketchy. That's the way to end. Oh, man. Hey, as we wrap it up, Brennan, Isabel, thank you so yeah, much for, for taking the time, grabbing some breakfast with me, and uh, and sharing your stories. This, this has been fun. Yeah. Um, we always wrap up my wave podcast with a historical reference the earliest historical reference that i can find to surfing in history and it comes from the bible the book of acts the history book of the early church in chapter 27 paul is cruising across the mediterranean and there's a massive storm and he has a boat accident of sorts and his this ginormous ship you know hits a reef and the waves are just tearing the ship up. Mm-hmm. And they say, hey, if you can swim, there's beach there. Go ahead, swim to the beach. Get to the beach. And uh, it says the ship broke up. And it said everybody made it safely to the shore. And it says th- those that swam. And then the second part, it says some on pieces of the ship. But then third reference, it says some on boards. Mm. And so it makes the distinction, distinction between broken pieces of the ship and boards. I don't know if I'm reading into it too much, 
But I would love to think that early Mediterranean yes. first century mariners were all about some hanging ten and throwing shakas. Oh, <laughs> for sure. There's yeah. no doubt. No There's doubt. no doubt. No That's doubt definitely not reading into the <laughs> scriptures at all. <laughs> not, <laughs> not at all. None. Ladies and gents, thanks for listening in to My Wave Podcast. Show